It is Coach Zan on the mic here with our two newest coaches, Coach Kristen and Coach Steph. It is their first podcast episode, so I'm super excited. And like we've done with all the other coaches, we are here to kind of give a little bit of background um, and touch on their personal stories and what led them to basically become a habit coach. So before we dive in, um, we are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com. That's habit with a Y to request more info. So, like I mentioned, we're going to touch on these two ladies' stories. You guys have probably seen them on Instagram by now, and they've already been coaching a ton of women and changing lives, which has been so awesome to see. But um, we're just going to talk about, you know, how they got here, um, you know, what they've gone through in their past to really be passionate about macros and what led them to eventually reach out to me and become a habit coach. As you guys all know, we coaches are total open books, and we are here to share all different aspects of our lives. So um, to start, you know, besides what we have on our website, our little blurbs, our bios, and our coach highlights on our Instagram page, we really just want to dive a little bit deeper. And um, before we get into all of that, we love to kind of just throw out a little teaser first. And I was thinking about a question that I really wanted to, or have us ladies answer, and we all love to exercise. And so I was wondering if, what is your all time favorite exercise? Like if you had to do one exercise for the rest of your life, what would it be? Kristen, how about you? So I'm going to go with a super nerdy answer. I've always liked core exercises. And when I was pregnant and then after I had my baby, I started doing like pelvic floor and deep core and I love them. I feel like I see such a physical change and I think they help me with all my other lifts. Like I can lift heavier when I'm doing them. So I love those. And then I'm also a big Peloton girl. So I love doing like 10 to 20 minute rides. Cody Rigsby and Kendall are my faves. Um, So yeah, I love those. I hear so much about Cody. Is he just like phenomenal or something? Like I... Like, you're laughing the whole time. His music is phenomenal. I love it. You have to take his class. Ooh, okay. Noted. Yeah, he's the best. I had to like force myself to start branching out to other instructors because I was only taking his. <laughs> hey, if you find an instructor that's motivating, I mean, it totally makes that's sense. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph, what about you? Oh my God, bless your soul for liking the core exercises. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> I I think I have to go with a row, like any type of row, like a seated row or like a bent over one-armed row. I love training back. And I think that, I don't know, there's just like the mind-muscle connection with the row is so strong for me. I, it just makes me feel strong, that exercise. So mm-hmm. I think I would have to choose choose that. Yeah. I love that. Who doesn't love a sexy back, you know? (laughs) Um, For me, probably squat cleans, um, particularly with a barbell. I just kind of like it honestly just makes me feel like a badass. Like every time that I can lift more and more. And it's almost like a full body exercise too since you are having to – yeah, basically incorporate every single muscle to get underneath the barbell. But – 
Um, I think I chose that one too because I just recently PR'd on that lift too and I was like screaming because I was stuck at the same weight for like ever. So yeah, Um, but that's why we always encourage our clients to strength train. It makes you feel like strong, empowered, and you know, makes you realize you don't only have to do cardio. So unless that's Cody Rigsby. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Love. Um, Okay, so let's dive a little deeper now. So um, starting with you, Steph, um, why don't you tell us about, you know, where you're from, a little bit of background of like where and how you grew up, um, your experience in college, kind of just background info like that. I was born and raised in New York on Long Island. Um, I come from a very close Italian family. I am one of three children. I'm the youngest and the only girl, so that's always fun. I had three <laughs> three dads growing up. Um, I have always really been into fitness and sports um, throughout college. First of all, I went to I went to college for originally for psychology. I got my bachelor's in psychology. I've always loved the mind and how it worked. I wasn't exactly sure which way I was going to go with it. Um, but I did I did get the bachelor's in psychology. And then I was like, okay, where am I going to go from here? And I was going back and forth. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go for what my passion is. And that's exercise. So I got my master's in exercise physiology, and always wanted to incorporate the two somehow, which I finally feel like I'm kind of doing with with this. I feel like so much of this is psychology-based. I did get my personal training certification prior to that as well, and then went on to get the precision nutrition certification to kind of tie it all in together. I I feel like the nutrition part, part was something that I was missing, so I wanted to kind of come full circle with with that. Um, as far as like exercising, I have always been a gym goer since I can remember. Um, but of course I was a cardio bunny, like most of us were when we were younger. And it wasn't until college when I was actually introduced to CrossFit, um, and did CrossFit for a couple of years and really got into the weights and seeing what, what what strength training does and what resistance training does and I was like oh yeah no there's no going back there's no going back <laughs> from this this is it um and I, I really have never looked back back from that that's awesome we'll get into you know why you decided to seek out macros um but but first uh Kristen why don't you give us a little bit bit of background um you know in terms of where you grew up how you grew up college experience and so forth Yeah, so I am from St. Louis. I've kind of lived all over, though. I'm also the youngest. I'm the youngest of four, and I played volleyball down at Florida Gulf Coast my first semester, and I realized pretty quickly that that wasn't for me. I wanted more of, like, the traditional college football experience, all that. So I transferred to Mizzou, which is a few hours outside of St. Louis, and that's where I went to nursing school. Um, After nursing school, I moved down to Atlanta, where my best friend was living, um, and lived down there for a few years. Then I did travel nursing, which was amazing, and I did that until my husband and I moved to Nashville. Um, Nashville is where I went to grad school, where I live now. We've lived here for about five years or so, um, 
along the way I did my health coach certification through Institute of Integrative Nutrition and then I also did my personal training through NASM um, and I worked with pregnant and postpartum women before going back to grad school. And um, you know what kind of made you realize that being a nurse wasn't particularly like your calling anymore and what led you to kind of you know grab upon macros in general? Yeah, so honestly, I I did my Institute of Integrative Nutrition program shortly after nursing school. So I've always loved nutrition, and I've kind of always searched for ways to combine the two. And you would think it would be easier to do, both being like health-related, but it really isn't. So when I went to nurse practitioner school, I really struggled in my clinicals, Um just seeing person after person struggling with nutrition and just not really getting the education or help that they needed. And I just really had a hard time with it because it I felt like we weren't addressing the root of the problem, um, both with physical problems and mental, like Steph mentioned, like it's so tied to mental health and all that. Um, I kind of stumbled upon macros, but just seeing the improvement that I had in different areas of my life, like sleep and hormonal health, energy, all of that, um, when I found the habit, I just, it spoke to me and I just knew I had to be a part of it. And it's honestly kind of crazy. I know I helped people as a nurse in so many ways, but I already feel like my short time at the habit that I just feel like it's so much more meaningful and I'm making such an impact doing this than I ever felt as a nurse. So I think that just means that it's something I'm super passionate about. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I mean, I remember when you first reached out and I find it so interesting that you, you know, are in the health world and are not taught anything about nutrition and yeah, I mean, all all of my education was kind of on my own time and mm-hmm. you just you don't get it. And it's so crazy. It's like the most underutilized tool in healthcare, And it's just so ignored, I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know how many nurses have come and gone through our program? And I used to ask myself that I'm like, I, it's so interesting why so many nurses, you know, are struggling with their nutrition. But after talking to you and kind of getting, you know, more of the back end perspective, I mean, it makes sense now. And it's it's unfortunate, you know, that, yeah, yeah, mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say, Steph? I was going to say, I, I basically what you said that I feel like a lot of, you know, doctors, nurses, it's, it's kind of lost in that, in that field of, of nutrition. And it's surprising, um, because they are, you know, nutrition is the best medicine. So for Mm -hmm. them to not know about, about, a lot of this stuff is really mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. Uh, what about you, Steph? What led you to, you know, try out macros and then eventually, you know, kind of switch career paths and want to be a habit coach? Um, well, macros was actually introduced to me really like 10 years ago. I had a friend that was really into bodybuilding. He dedicated his life to that, and I really wanted – I was desperate to change my body, honestly. At that time, I was just frustrated with with my body image. So I said to him, send me what the bodybuilders do. I want the nutrition plan that the bodybuilders do. Just send it to me. So he sent me like 
It was a calendar, and each day of the week had macro breakdowns, and it was cookie-cutter macro counts for about a woman bodybuilder. Um, they weren't specific to me. I didn't even know what macros were. He sent me a PDF of, of like a million foods and the weight and the macro breakdown of each food. And guys, I did this by hand. I did not know about apps on the phone, food log app, nothing. <laughs> I sat there and I wrote down everything that I ate, weighed it, wrote down the grams, added all up for the day. By day by day, I did this. And it was the most tedious thing. For I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never heard of this before. It was tedious, but it freaking worked. And I did it for I did it for like three weeks, but like diligently. And it worked, but it was just too doing it by hand. I mean, it's just too too much on the body. So I stopped <laughs> doing it, fell back into my normal cycle, and then about five years later, I was like, what was that thing that I did that time that worked? I need to research that more. So I did. I researched it. I went on Instagram. There was so many macro people on Instagram that I had never even thought to look at before. And I started with that with a coach. And I was 100% dedicated to it no questions asked. I did it diligently and I saw that it worked again. And that's when I was like, okay, this, this is something that is sustainable that can, that can change my life and that I can do for the, for the rest of my life, honestly. And that's, that's why I fell into this macro world. And I wanted to do my part in helping other women see exactly what they can do and reach their goals and still live a life that they love. And, and that's why I, I decided to join the habit because you guys stand for everything that I stand for. And I'm so dedicated to helping other women find the food freedom that I finally found. I love it. <laughs> it seriously like gives me chills sometimes about how, you know, passionate we all are and how, you know, We've, by the way, you guys, none of us have ever met each other in person. We were, we've all been talking about that, but it's so crazy, crazy how, what, there's eight of us now, how we are all at this team who really do have the same exact, you know, outlook and perspective in life and have the same passion of helping women. And that's exactly why, you know, when you guys reach out to me, I was like, oh, absolutely. Like I fell in love with you guys right away. And so, you know, hearing more about, <laughs> hearing more about your guys' background, I mean, it really just shows like this is, you know, the right path for you. And, you know, it's awesome to have you guys part of the habit now. <laughs> we are happy to be here. Yeah. Now, before, and we're all, you know, guilty of this, but before diving into macros, did either of you guys, like, try anything else? You know, any of those other fad diets out there? And um, and then when you started macros, did you finally have that, I like to call it that aha moment that a lot of clients, you know, get during their program? So, um, Steph, why don't you start? Did you try anything before? And then um, what made you kind of like stick with macros? Honestly, really, the only thing that I have tried before this was extreme restriction. I have not done like, um, 
I guess like Nutrisystem or one of those programs. I have I haven't done anything like that. Um, I was just really restricting to the point of eating pretzels for lunch or you know trying to only eat vegetables because I felt like carbs all day would make me fat and it it was just more of the restrictions for me that this has changed um that and I was a big over exerciser as well so trying to out exercise everything that I ate was a big thing for me um in the past but you know macros kind of changes your perspective on how eating more actually fuels your workouts so that you don't have to exercise all the time but you exercise harder and that's that's really where the change in my mind came from mhm i think that's such a good example of what some clients go through. I think it's so awesome where, you know, a client will start off in their program and if they skip a workout, they'll feel so guilty about it, right? And it will just be, they'll be ruminating about it. And then later on in their program, they'll be like, I took two rest days and I didn't even bat an eye. And they know, you know, that mindset has shifted of like, okay, we don't have to solely rely on exercise. We just have to fuel our bodies appropriately and, you know, skipping two days isn't going to do anything, you know, in terms of your, or like regress any of your goals. So I think that's really cool that you had that aha moment as well. Exercise is actually the minor part of it. It's the nutrition. Mm -hmm. That's, that's where your change is going to happen. Exercise is just the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, Kristen? Yeah, so I did, but I, was trying things kind of for a different reason. I had hormonal issues. Um, Some of my labs were off. My skin was breaking out. And that was honestly the main motivator is I was just trying to figure out what was causing my skin to break out. So I did a few Whole30s. I saw a holistic doc who put me on tons of supplements that didn't do anything but drain my wallet. Um, I did some food sensitivity testing also did not do anything. And then I kind of stumbled upon macros through Madeline Moves and just tried it just to try it. I didn't think it would have any influence on my skin. But then I realized after I had been doing it that suddenly my skin wasn't broken out. So kind of stumbled upon it just because I tried it with the workout program. But then I saw all these different changes, especially in my hormones and my skin looked so much better just fueling my body, which is kind of crazy because I was probably all the things that I was trying to fix were probably actually hurting my skin even more and my hormone health. Mm -hmm. Now, when you started tracking your macros and you saw your skin clear up, like, did you realize what your diet was lacking before that might've been the root cause? No. Um, And honestly, when I first started tracking, I hated it. I think I lasted two weeks doing it, and then I stopped. Um, And then I went back, I don't know, a few months later and started doing it, and that's when I really realized that my skin was getting better. But yeah, I don't think I realized – I always just equated it to like – I must have a food sensitivity or I must be eating something wrong for my body, not – thinking twice that, oh, it could be I'm actually under eating and not even realizing it. Like I had never tracked anything prior to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's can be so eye-opening. And yeah. 
that's what we talk to our clients about all the time, right? It's not just like bettering your nutrition. All these other areas in your life truly do, um, you know, they're touched positively. And then you become addicted to it because you feel so damn good, right? <laughs> I know. I, I also always thought I was an insomniac. And now my sleep when I track is amazing. And I'm like, oh, I just wasn't fueling my body properly. And I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so what, what do you feel like you have mastered in terms of macros? And what do you feel like you're still currently working on? I'll start with you, Kristen. So I feel like I have definitely mastered the protein intake. When I first started, like so many of our clients, I was relying on supplements and powders and all that. And I just could not even fathom how I would eat that much protein. And now it's like my first macro I run out of and I can't even figure out where I'm getting all of it. Um, Also feel like I've mastered quick tracking. I'm a huge fan of anything simple. And I used to overcomplicate it, especially when you're first starting out. That is just not the way to go about it. So now I'm all about quick, simple, easy meals. Um, The thing that I'm still working on, and I think this does stem from when I did the whole 30s and the food sensitivity testing, is I still sometimes catch myself labeling food as good and bad. Um, The things that like I cut out for so long, I still eat them. But when I get back from like a vacation or something and I want to clean up my diet, those are the things that pop in my head and I have to remind myself those things are okay. Um, so that's something I kind of constantly catch myself doing. And it's things that we talk to our clients about, but sometimes I have to give myself a little talk about it too. Yeah. I mean, it's not always easy to practice what you preach, right? But Right. It's a lot easier actually to tell people than exactly. <laughs> to do it yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. But even you, you know, experiencing your own challenges and even the things you've mastered thus far, that's giving you so much more knowledge and education to help your clients because let's get real. For sure. Majority of women do not eat enough protein and it can be so such a daunting task at first. But then when you start to reach it and you feel so much better, your body starts to crave it. It just, like you said, Kristen you run out of it so quickly. You're like, wait, what, like, where did that even come from? (laughs) Yeah. Like now I'm like, wait, I want a protein bar and I have already eaten all my protein already. What the heck? (laughs) Um, Steph, what about you? What do you feel like you've mastered and what are you still currently working on? I think I'd have to say that I've, I have mastered the balance of tracking diligently and living life. Um, there was a time where I tracked diligently way too much to the gram every day, didn't go out, didn't do anything. And that, I, I remember saying to myself, I was like, food freedom is the thing of macros, right? And I felt anything but free during that time. And I think that it's important to touch, to, to talk about that because there is, there is a line where you you should not be so enthralled with this that it has to be perfect all the time. And I think that I've, I've finally mastered the idea that, yes, I can go out and do things and not track for a day or two or a week if I want or a month if I want, and I could still get right back to it when I want to. Um, so that was a big thing that I think that I have, that I have finally mastered. And another thing actually that I have mastered is eyeballing because I <laughs> I can say, okay, I'm doing 30 grams of almonds. I can pick it out with my hand, put it on the scale, and I could tell you by 
99% of the time I'm within like two grams of it. And I'm like, wow, I'm really getting, getting good at that. So I will challenge anybody to a, to a weighing <laughs> challenge. Um, I love that. So yeah, that's, it's funny. Cause we laugh at it now, me and my family, they're like, really? You guessed that? And I was like, after you do it for so long, you kind of just, you kind of just know. Um, exactly. And what I'm still working on is, I think right now, currently, I'm working on resting more. Um, I still, I mean, I preach this to every single one of my clients that rest is so important. And I still struggle with complete rest. Because I will do rest and I will do cardio for the day. That's not rest. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and as I'm doing it, I'm like, this is not this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I kind of, you know, recently have just used that time and stretched or foam rolled and and really forced myself forced myself to do that because it's it's something that I do struggle with and still struggling Absolutely. with it. Yeah. But, I mean, we're definitely not superheroes here. We struggle with the same things our clients do. And like we talked about, you know, we can be guilty of it as well. But you know the education and the knowledge behind why you shouldn't do something or why you should do something. And sometimes you just have to slow down and like honestly have those internal conversations. And I think now that you two have clients and you're actually you know, taking the internal conversations and, you know, externally talking to them with clients almost might be therapeutic to you guys as well. Cause it's, you know, seeing their progress is going to inspire and motivate you to continue working on yourselves as well. Or at least that's been my experience with my clients. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. Awesome. Um, so we always, you know, here at the habit, talk about how relatable we can be to our clients because we've all gone through our past struggles. And, um, you know, I think something really cool just to ask you guys is what you feel like, like how your personal journey or your personality, whatever it may be, how has that helped you connect with your clients so far now that you guys, you know, have been coaching what over a month now with the habit? Yeah. Um, so Kristen, what about you? Yeah, so kind of like we were talking about before with like the protein and starting out, I always tell my clients like nobody starts out being a macro pro. Every single person that starts macros probably struggled with protein in the beginning and just the learning curve of it. Um, Like I said, I lasted two weeks um, when I first started and so just that experience, um, I have like this clear memory of when I first started of tracking and I couldn't fit broccoli into my macros, but I could fit a protein shake. And so I wasn't having broccoli because of a protein shake. And it just like (laughs) hit me how backwards that was. So I was like, if I can't have broccoli, I'm doing something wrong. So just the struggles in the beginning that we've all been through. Um, I also think for me personally, like Zan, you've said it multiple times, how we kind of end up being our clients' therapists sometimes. And I think my time as a nurse was also really similar. Um, You spend a lot of time with people in really stressful situations. And sometimes it's not even the physical care or direct care that they need. It's just having that person to talk to and kind of vent what's what's going on and get your feelings out. Um, So I think that's kind of taught me to develop a lot of empathy for people. 
Um, I'm also just so passionate about like the learning part of it. So I really try to teach my clients why something is the way it is and the kind of the science behind it, the nerd in me again coming out. Um, but instead of just telling a client like you need to get more sleep or you need to eat your fiber, explaining to them why that is beneficial for you and the effect it has on your hormones and your body and all that stuff. So really just trying to teach them along the way. I think that goes a lot further than just telling somebody what to do. Absolutely. I mean, that's what's going to help them adopt, you know, those habits that you're trying to help them instill. And, you know, we've always said we don't want our clients leaving our program not having learned anything. We want our clients to be able to do this on their own and not be reliant on a coach or a program for the rest of their life. And so I think that's awesome that you are, you know, taking that nerdy side, as you say, (laughs) and helping educate them. I mean, that's definitely, you know, what every client does want from their coach. So that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's how I like learn best is learning the why behind it. So I just try to kind of pass that along to my clients in hopes that that it will help them in the future too. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Steph? What do you feel, you know, really helps you connect with your clients? I think that, you know, everybody's at different stages during, during this process and they're all at different stages when they come um, into the habit um, as a client. And I think it's important to kind of decipher what stage somebody is at. And, and like, you know, all of the habit coaches, I have been through all of those stages that come along with this. And we all have. And, you know, there's times where we need to be disciplined. And there's times where we need to buckle down and, and focus. And that's, you know, there's a time and time and place for that. And I can be a tough love coach if I have to be to somebody like that. Um, but I also think that it's important to make it known that that's not where we live. Those are short periods of time. And some, you know, sometimes people being successful will be, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Sometimes eating the cookie at a party is success for a client. Sometimes not eating the cookie at a party is success for another client. So I think it's it's important to to try to read read each client and where where they're at and listen to them and listen to their goals and listen to what they want at this specific time because it's going to change throughout probably even throughout the 12 weeks that they're with us it's going to change what what their goals are their perspective might change and I think that I'm a really good listener and I'm a really good person to maybe make you think about certain things away in a different way that may be beneficial um, to reaching your goal. And, and yeah, I think, I think it's just important to realize that all people are different and they're coming into it from a different lifestyle, a different perspective than, than what we might think. So it's, I feel like my psych background um, kind of makes me want to listen a little bit more and and hear them really hear what they want um so that's that's what i think that i can bring to my clients yeah no absolutely i mean you kind of touched on this but clients goals even change throughout their program and i know what i do with my clients is 
I have them set weekly goals because shoot, like so much can change in just a week. And so having, and having them do that helps you as a coach understand where they're at in their journey as well and what they want to continue to work on. So I think, yeah, that's cool. And of course, like I can bond with you about the psychology thing. I love psychology. I geek out over it. And I think the mind and the brain is so fascinating. And so to help women understand that a little bit more, you know, like helping them understand those connections as to why we do certain things helps them not feel like almost, you know, like it's their fault that, you know, or that they're a failure because it's like, no, our brains are really freaking powerful things. And so learning more about that, you can kind of just realize it's normal sometimes, you know, the, the certain habits that they've instilled. So yeah. your brain and your thoughts are everything. If you, mm-hmm. if you change your thought on something, your whole life can change, change your perspective on something, your whole life can change. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really it's really an interesting thing up there. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so let's top it off with, I mean, you guys kind of segued into this, but um, you guys have been working with your clients a little bit more than a month now. So thus far, what has been your favorite thing to work on with a client? Um, Steph, I'll have you start this time. This is hard. I think... <laughs> I think that I have to say reversing clients is my favorite thing to work on with them. It's not always the easiest thing to work on with them because there are things that come along with reversing that may not be the best things that we want to feel, you know, feeling puffy, eating more food, but seeing the subsiding of that and on the other side of feeling more energized, getting better sleep, increasing your weights in your workouts from eating more food. That that to me is is really interesting to to see people go through and I love the aha moment where oh my gosh, I can eat more food and feel better and actually reach a goal that I was trying to reach previously in my workout or in my life and that's that's the most fun part to me, even though it, it kind of is a little bit more challenging than than the cut stage of of macros. But I think that that's where you need the most coaching in a reverse. Mm-hmm. So if somebody was to come come to me in a reverse, I, I would feel like they would benefit more from a coach actually than somebody who would want to be in a cut um, mm-hmm. would. So yeah, that's I'd have to say that's been the best part of it so far. Absolutely. I mean, we at some point in our lives have all feared eating more food and to have that support system by your side as you go through that process. I mean, that's probably everything to your clients. And so I think that's really awesome that even though it may be harder, you're still enjoying being able to be their mentor throughout it. What about you, Kristen? I would probably say the mental changes, just working through them. I feel like it's like sometimes 90% of the program. Um, A lot of clients are coming to us restricting um, and under eating. So just working on realizing that you can include desserts and carbs and alcohol in your macros and still hit your macros perfectly is huge for a lot of clients um, and life-changing because they can enjoy life outside of restriction. Um, 
So yeah, I know a lot of our clients obviously want the physical changes, but for me, I feel like those mental changes are way more important, um, especially in being able to sustain their results in this lifestyle. I always say the mental changes always outweigh the physical and it's so freaking awesome to see that by the end of their 12 weeks. And I know you guys have just started, but I mean, you've already seen incredible results with your clients. And so just seeing week one versus week 12, like with the mental changes, uh, you just feel so fulfilled that you helped them get there. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like so many of our, my clients are hitting that like four week period. And that's really when they're starting to see those energy changes and mental changes. So I can only imagine after 12 weeks, how awesome it's going to be. Yes, absolutely. Even the physical changes within four weeks, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you (laughs) really, you really did this. You buckled down and it's them that did it. They, they Mm -hmm. thank you, you as the coach, but I'm like, no, you, you did this. I can't do this for you. <laughs> I can mm-hmm. be here to support you, but there's only so much a coach can do. It's it's you putting in the work. So yes, they should be very proud absolutely. of themselves. But they can still be really lucky to have both of you guys. <laughs> well, we're lucky to have you guys. And honestly, after this episode drops, I'm sure so many women want to work with you guys, even more so than they already do now, because you guys have been touching so many lives. So I can't thank you enough for being a part of our team and being transparent to share your story, your background, you know, how you got here today. Um, but yeah, before we leave, anything else that you guys want to top it off with? I want to say thank you to you. We should be thanking you for starting <laughs> doing all of this and giving us this opportunity and and helping us change lives. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it sounds like Steph and I both had similar backgrounds where we were just trying to find that thing that kind of drives us, and I feel like this is it. And you um, kind of lead the way and show us how it's done. <laughs> I try at least. I try. <laughs> you got a All lot right. on your plate. I don't know how you do it, but I commend you. I, I commend you, girl. <laughs> I like staying busy. I do. I really do. <laughs> on top of being an awesome coach, too, to all these women. <laughs> oh, stop. Guys, you're making me blush. but seriously thank you again for hopping on um, and telling a little bit about your story this is episode 9 so next episode is our finale which is crazy but um, we've been kind of starting a trend every season we love to finish with a kind of Q&A style with all coaches on the mic Um, I know there's a lot more of us this season but you'll just get that many more voices and answers to hear so that's going to be coming at you final episode all coaches a Q&A but thank you again ladies yeah that was fun thank you yes. excited to work with everyone <laughs> all right